0: Welcome to the Maxwell Project, my podcast where I connect with people all around the world to talk tech, gaming, content creation and all the little things in life that matter. Are you ready? Then let's start the show. Welcome back to another episode of the Maxwell Project. It's season three, episode two, and we got the biggest LA sensation since the Rams won the Super Bowl and the bigger halftime show than Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre combined could make it on Twitch. So we got diva live on the show tonight. <laughs> Welcome, Rens. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing well, brother. What an intro.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm trying to make it to make it appropriate to to my guests, to my fellow creators, and I think the. The recent uh, happenings in LA made it a fitting, a fitting topic to to connect it yeah. to. So, how are you doing, man? I'm doing well, man.
1: It's 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 early over here and it's nighttime over there, but yeah. we're good. Yeah. We're good. <laughs> I,
0: I I love to to work um, across the ocean with people like you. Um, I had others uh, from San Diego, and I had Jordan Pulmano from from Fresno, and it's. I I just enjoy making it work for you and for me, of course. Um, but it's it's always it's always a fun time to talk to you, West Coast people, because you you're much more fun and creative than East Coast people.
1: Oh wow, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> West West Coast East Coast, right? That's always a thing, right? It's Tupac, always Piggy. the same. It's always
0: the same. So <laughs> you uh you, you live do you live in in downtown L.A.
1: Yes, yes, oh, I do. Um, I live in the heart of downtown LA, like um where the city hall is. Mm-hmm. In, like a couple, a couple blocks. Oh, um, damn. Staples Center is like three blocks away from me. Oh, wow. Or crypto, crypto, crypto arena, crypto arena. <laughs> yeah, crypto arena. <laughs> um, but yeah, I live in downtown. I I, I grew up in LA uh, mm-hmm. pretty much my whole life. Um, I lived in like this little town. It's called uh, Igarock. So mm-hmm. that's where I you know grew up. And then I live, you know, with my wife, I'm um, here yeah. in downtown, but it's been cool so far. I mean, you know, for the past three years, that's you know, it's, it's cool. It's chilling, um, <laughs> you know, t- t- typical LA stuff, man. Yeah. It's just like, everyone's busy. Mm-hmm. You go outside, there's like people doing photography and stuff. And like, you know, just doing anything creative. I think that's just, the, I think that the, that's the-
0: something that, um, that, I, I mean I can I can speak on the East Coast only about New York I've been like three or four times over there um, I've only spent three t- uh, three days in LA um, for a west coast uh, trip we did like almost oh my god it's two and a half years ago um, and New York and la as much as they are alike they couldn't be much uh, any any more different than anything like you know it's uh, you got you got um, like Times Square in New York, you don't have anything similar like that in in downtown LA. You, I mean, you got it's true. You got you got Staples or Crypto uh, Arena, that, which is very similar yeah. to to Madison Square Garden, but you don't have something that is eye catching or a tourist yes. attraction. Um, so downtown LA, for from a tourist pr- perspective, is is quite boring, to be honest.
1: Yeah, no, hundred percent. That's that's right you know downtown la is kind of like like no one really goes to that like it's they not go like go to. yeah you go to work <laughs> right um but yeah i mean that's um you know that's the thing with la you know mm-hmm. it's either crypto arena or like our beaches you know the yeah. santa monica mm-hmm. hollywood things yeah. like that griffith observatory those and are the things that people go here for for sure
0: and those places are absolutely phenomenal we um on the first night, we overlooked sunset from Griffith, uh, Griffith Observatory um, towards oh, nice. the Hollywood side side, um, which was amazing. Ooh. Made a time lapse and everything like the typical touristic stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah, visited Hollywood, Beverly Hills, stuff like that. You know, went to every Starbucks possible. Um, but you know, Los Angeles, as much as it's business downtown, there's so much more in the surroundings and the outer yep. parts of los angeles i think that's where the interesting parts are um mm-hmm. you know you 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 look at where um where the sofi arena is um that is in oh my god what's what's the, that's that part of the, los angeles called again i i inglewood inglewood yeah right and you know you, you got you got all your your rappers and hip hop legends over of there. Of course, man. So Compton, many creatives. Yeah. Um, you you got Casey, you got Casey Neistat still. So that's a huge W. Yeah. Um, but let's talk about you. Um, first of all, I have to ask you, how old are you? Because you look like you could be coming straight out of high school. <laughs> that's no, a great. Not.
1: That's a great question. A lot of people ask me that. Mm-hmm. I'm actually 18. Wow! I just I I'm just kidding, bro. I'm 26. Oh shit! You got me. I you, I'm married, brother. <laughs>
0: hey, yo, you got me there. You got me. Hey,
1: I, I had you, bro. I had yeah. you. <laughs> oh, fuck.
0: You're like, oh damn. Yeah, I yeah, have to. I have to so be careful like... with swear words and everything. You know, when, when you're 18. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, twenty six um, married. Um, you're a huge success on Instagram. If you look at your stuff, um, I I love your um, your setup, and your setup might be one of my favorites out there because, um, yeah, I thought you would live downtown LA because your windows kind of suggest that, and that is that is quite nice. Uh, um, but um, you know, is 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 that a hobby for you? Is that your are you a full-time creative? Um, where, What are your backgrounds? Where are you coming from? And mm-hmm. um, what made you go into, you know, the professional or, you know, the creative um, side of things? The realm. The yep. creative realm, um, that's a good word. It's weird because, you know, bef-
1: there's sirens in the back, like typical <laughs> downtown L.A. This is, this is what happens. But, um, you know, how I got started in just content creation in general, um, I started back in high school, so mm-hmm. I actually had a YouTube channel prior to my new one right now. I did like fashion, you know, the typical like stuff that like LA people do, <laughs> right? You go to the thrift stores, right? You show yeah. little outfits, things like that. But it was horrible. I mean, if I I, I showed, I might show like a little bit to you. I'll mm-hmm. share like a, a YouTube video. You. It's horrible, but anyways, that's how I got started. Like in high school, that was kind of my creative side. I've always loved fashion.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um. And I did, you know, I, I liked, I liked tech and I love tech at that time too, but it wasn't really the stuff that I was like making content for. Mm-hmm. It was mostly a fashion, um, you know, like outfits, things like that. And then, you know, after high school, I went to college and my, my background's business marketing and kinesiology. So I was oh, like, yeah. I'd rather, I, I would go in the business world but then if that doesn't work out, I'll just be like a personal trainer because I like working out and stuff like that. So that was kind of like what I did. Right. So, um, yeah, I went to college. I went to Cal State LA here in LA and, um, you know, that's kind of what I did. And I kind of took the creative side, like Mm -hmm. kind of, you know, behind. Right. But at that time I was still making content. Like um, I made a couple of videos with my friends because my friends were all creative as well. I mean, like living in LA, that's kind of like my friend's a graphic designer. My yeah. friend is an actor. My it's, other, like you know, right,
0: all... yeah, it's like a birthright living and being <laughs> yeah. born in California, especially in Los Angeles. You yeah. have to be creatively active.
1: <laughs> creatively active. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, that's kind of like how I got into it. And mm-hmm. at that time, I, I'm not going to lie. Like there were a couple of, of people that were like, cause at the time I was just like brand new. Mm-hmm. Right, I didn't know. I picked up a Nikon camera. I didn't know what what aperture was, ISO. Right, so I did these videos not knowing those mm-hmm. things. So like, it was bad, right? Like <laughs> horrible, horrible, right? So I had a couple people say, "Hey, Renza, maybe this isn't like your thing, right? Maybe you should you should dive into something else." And that's mm-hmm. exactly what I did. Um, after high school, I went to um, you know, after you know going to my school and stuff. I ran into the financial services industry, so I'm actually like uh, like an insurance agent. Mm-hmm. So that's how I got from like 19 till now, and that's how I met my wife too. My wife uh, I met in the industry as well. Mm-hmm. And then you know 2019 2020 that's when I was like, man, I really want to get into this creative side again, <laughs> right? I'm kind of, I'm kind of getting bored, right? That's, yeah, that's mm-hmm. the thing that I was thinking. I'm like I'm kind of getting bored, so um that's when I like picked up a camera and just like slowly slowly but surely I was like okay what can I do differently this time because my friends used to roast me all the time like <laughs> um they're like what, what are you doing bro like what is this footage because one time I shot like um my friend asked me for a favor like hey can you shoot like a couple small videos for my mm-hmm. little project and I remember I came back with the SD card she like looked at it and she was like she didn't want to tell me it was bad, but I could tell in Her face I was like, oh, my God, I, I feel so God embarrassed. Damn. So, you know, a couple of years ago, that's when I was like, OK, let's let's take it a little bit more seriously mm-hmm. this time. Let's let's actually learn, you know, what these settings are, um, you know, how at the time I love films like mm-hmm. I love watching movies. So part of my side is like how I see things, compose things is like, yeah through a movie perspective so um, that's kind of my mindset i was like okay i want to make that type of you know content like mm-hmm. film almost film like right yeah so yeah i started picking up a camera started doing a couple gigs um the good thing is my wife shares the same passion as me so she also takes photography and videos she had her own youtube channel back then too so we did YouTube videos and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it was really cool. We that's how we bonded. Perfect. And then again, right? Like 2020 happened. Mm-hmm. Everything went, you know, everything went to crap went to crap, right? Yeah. So
0: down the shitter. At that
1: time that down the down the shitter. Exactly. Um, and my wife, me and my wife looked at each other we're like, man, maybe we can start doing this photography and like, you know, taking this to, you know, where we want it. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how I started my Instagram. My Instagram back then was just my personal account. Yeah, um, it was just something I you know posted content on, and it was my personal. Yeah. Um, and and then I, my wife was like, "If you're gonna take this seriously, you know, do it with like a hundred percent." So that's when I was like, "Okay, cool." And not a lot of the people know, but I didn't do tech content first. Not a lot of people know that. Oh. I didn't I didn't do tech content first. Uh-huh. I did um like these like motivational videos and mm-hmm. like book reviews and stuff like that. But guess what? <laughs> like no likes, <laughs> no comments. I did that for like at least one month where I just mm-hmm. posted like for 30 days, like, mm-hmm. here are my thoughts on this book, here my kind of like using my business background to kind of like, yeah, how do you do this? How do you do that? But that didn't really resonate with people I think just because there's a I guess I think there's that
0: you have to be really shady to make it work
1: yeah <laughs> in some in some in some way or form right? I yeah. mean it's just a lot of, of, of information that people might not you know uh, resonate with mm-hmm. right so at that time I, I, I sat down in my desk set up and at the time I don't know if you see. I'll show you my old desk setup. It was literally just like a, like a small like IKEA table, and like it had like my iMac. Uh-huh.
0: That was it, right? I... The, the classic, just OG but, setup. You know, that's something. It's it's so funny. I think. Um, and before we go, I just want to quickly throw this. In, but you know, the pandemic changed so much about work from home setups or not even if it's not even have to be work from home a creative setup just or just a desk space for you to go through your paperwork um and there people recognize that it's like a space that needs to be taken care of and they need to be comfortable sitting at whether it's a good chair a good desk a good monitor and stuff like that so we, yeah. that, that's something we all started with I mean for me it's it's yeah. like 15 years ago when I had my first desk set up I can't even mm-hmm. show you because cameras didn't exist at that point um, <laughs> but mine was also an Ikea desk, cable management was horrible, I had like a thousand cables and no desk Yeah, space. the wires hanging out and stuff oh it was horrible <laughs> I, I, I could I have the picture in front of my inner eye if I could pull that out and show you you would throw up it was the worst worst setup in yeah. history
1: was it roastable bro was it like absolutely absolutely
0: that? there was there was no idea no concept there was no structure it was just pure chaos it was uh it was like 2004 uh, a gamer setup with with a wannabe uh high-tech monitor and dual screen setup from benq which was fucking awful um <laughs> Two types of mouse, a wired and a gaming one, and and I I I you, you can't make things up. I, I I couldn't make things up. It was it was just bad, and I'm glad there's no photographic evidence of that piece of trash.
1: We we can't use that against you.
0: No, no, I wouldn't allow it. I I think people would unfollow me for that. It's just p- pure pain. Oh, pure um,
2: pain.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's hilarious.
0: <though. laughs> um. um and then, you, and then you you slowly moved into tech photography, and then yes. I think you, you evolved now from tech into, or you incorporated more lifestyle. Um, you showed your trip to Dubai, and you showed some of your uh, professional video work, and and for for lifestyle brands and stuff like that. So it's it's not centered around tech at this point anymore. I think you incorporate that lifestyle and tech factor very well with your desk setup and then the gadgets and everything but um Mm -hmm. you're trying to be very versatile with with what you show and what you shoot right Mm
1: -hmm. yeah yeah i think that's again that's like what really shifted for me like that whole year just Mm -hmm. 2020 in general it was like you know trial and error right like for Mm you 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 started with your desk setup at the time you thought it was cool right even for me at the time I was like this is cool like Mm -hmm. I got a little 40 by 30 you know (laughs) and an iMac that was it but I think I think that's how it starts Mm -hmm. right like you really have to experiment at first trial and error until you really find you know Mm -hmm. your groove and I think that's how it is in life too right like even for me I'm Mm -hmm being in the insurance industry. Yes, it was amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. I'm still in it, mm-hmm. but I really wanted to do something where I can feel my passion mm-hmm. and also at the same time, you know, be happy. I think that's yeah. most important too. It's like, be happy with what you're doing. I,
0: um, I but, wholeheartedly yeah. agree with that. Um, and it's funny how, um, how things sometimes come together um and I've, it's funny that you mentioned you know being in the insurance company and being creative uh, at the same time uh, because you know insurance um and you have a you you did you studied business marketing and I work uh, for a US marketing uh, martech company um and it's yeah. funny how how uh different industries follow or go after marketing and how you know Business or insurance or in, in FinSurf in general is like very like tight and, and, and strung up uh, industry, like, yeah. you know, all white collar suits. Rigid, very rigid. rigid yeah. yeah. Professional. They, all have, they have all, yeah. they have a big tree in their butt, you know, being stuck mm-hmm. up with, with all their terminology and stuff. But when it comes to marketing, you know everything has to be more more approachable from from other sides know, from from a consumer perspective. And all of a sudden, you know, financial industries can be can be fun. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But for yeah. me, I, I just very quickly, um, I work in sales and um, I, I can I right now I'm incorporating being creative a lot more with uh, like LinkedIn video ad campaigns and stuff like that. You know, mm-hmm. trying to Um. Reach, prospects and customers and stuff like that. So yeah, that's something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We can all. Yeah, that's
1: an advantage, though, right? It's Mm -hmm. an advantage to know sales. I mean, a lot of people don't like it because it's very like there's a negative connotation Mm -hmm. with sales. Yeah. But everything in life is sales. Everything we, you know, it's everything in life is sales. You know, when, when I met my when I met my wife, I had to sell myself, not, yeah. not in, you know, not in a bad way, of course, but I mean, <laughs> sell myself. Right. Like, hey, I'm going to be your guy forever. Yeah. Um, and just selling your brand, I think, too. Mm-hmm. Right. And that, that's right. selling. Right. Showing your work. Right. Um, right. And I think that's that's important um, to know sales, mm-hmm. but also at the same time, know you, too. Right. Because sometimes mm-hmm. you get lost in that yeah. um, you know, world. Um, absolutely but yeah that's yeah that's that's great i think you know having some sort of sales background will help um especially with like yeah. negotiation mm-hmm. for sure
0: <laughs> you know it's it's um it's something that i um i i did the the, f- the first episode of season three was um a a monologue about value um and mm-hmm. value in heavy regards with uh with with a sales background, you know being being like the 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 foundation of that, and I'm going in part yeah. two, I'm going to touch base with um, knowing your own value and bringing that across to others, whether that is for your brand, whether that is for you being an employee, um, mm-hmm. for you being a someone you know to get to know others because it's the first thing you do in the real world, is sell yourself. You, you, you just set it right right away, you know. Um, and I think uh, Warren Buffett said, you know, and he, Warren Buffett, an investment manager who hates sales, said the, the best thing any young person can do is do a course on sales. And it's not yeah. about the sales in general, but it's in the sales personally to get to know how you, Create value and sell value, and if and you know if it's just for yourself in the end, you know for for your salary uh, negotiations or whatever that is, um, you should you should know the basics at least.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, no, it's true. I mean, even when you you know try to get a job, right? Mm-hmm. You're tech, you're selling yourself. Absolutely, right? you're selling yourself. Yeah. Hey, I'm good for this position. Right. This is what I can do. Right. So Absolutely. everything revolves around it. Yeah, without it, we wouldn't be here, right? We wouldn't no. have these products to showcase, right, on Instagram, right?
0: And Instagram, you know, they are different opinions, but it's all selling. You know, every post yeah. is a sell. Every 100%. every you know, if, if if a company reaches out to you, to, or you reach out to a company and you want to work with them, and you you, you know, you talk money and and uh, budget and stuff, it's all sales and. You, you people in chat, you better recognize that you filthy fuckers. Yeah.
1: So. Yeah. No, that's true. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. And um, you know, the, I always think of like my Instagram page as like mm-hmm. a doorway to my business, right? Yeah. If you, if you go to my page, you'll kind of get to see like mm-hmm. the type of work that I do, the type of work that I can potentially do. So I'm always thinking about that, but also, um, oh, sorry about that, Mike. <laughs> there i have to switch to this um i think a hundred percent has to do with uh, knowing your worth too right like what you said like just value um making sure that you believe in yourself because mm-hmm. a lot of the times in the beginning you're kind of like experimenting a lot making sure everything is you know I, I i think in the beginning i think i i don't know if it's for you but for me i always cared about what other people think Mm -hmm. i think i had a huge huge problem with that in the beginning but as you put out more of your work you should really be proud of it i mean Mm -hmm. it takes a lot of guts it takes a lot of guts to just post content in general you 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 know to put it out there in the world yeah
0: you put a piece of yourself out there for others to judge to comment to rate to like or dislike to share uh and you know for for it it's 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 kind of uh, it's a little bit of a paradox because there are introverts, you know, that wouldn't show themselves in person to others or like to be um, more excluded from everything, but they show themselves mm-hmm. on Instagram, you know, on Instagram, yeah, like w- in person. Um, but someone like me, I'm I'm a total extrovert, you know. If if, if yeah. we would meet in person, like like an Instagram meetup in LA. <laughs> you can bet your sweet behind that I would run the show. You know, I'm I'm the middle of 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 the pack, um, entertaining all of you. Uh, I I mean I wouldn't put down my pants, but I would make try to make everyone yeah. laugh and be the clown of the show. But for me, showing myself my face on Instagram or even yeah, I mean even putting my 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 I mean my YouTube videos are still fucking awful. But uh, for me. <laughs> talking to a camera that one without you in the background where you know you're talking to me it's i i feel like i want to hide myself in a hole and never come out it's it's crazy
1: yeah and i think you know max that's the thing with me it's like i don't like being in front of the camera Mm -hmm. too like i feel kind of like the same way you do that's why i I love tech (laughs) because products i don't have to worry about products mm-hmm. right i don't yeah i could put products in at every lighting i can manipulate products i don't mm-hmm. have to worry about um myself i think that's what i love most about tech is just like i love this yeah. and hey it's really simple to mm-hmm. take pictures and you know get the right lighting and stuff rather than like you know going out and yeah. and and doing a talking head you know it's, it's much harder i think Fuck yeah. um but i think that that's the problem that a lot of creators have right it's just Mm -hmm. like finding your your own voice um because it's very difficult um
0: but sometimes you also have to um i think i I very frequently watch certain actors or famous people you know and their motivational speeches on youtube when i need you know i when i need a kick and need a kickstart for whatever um and um, Will Smith said it in, in an interview, which is put in in this motivational video. He said, "I'm, I hate being fearful of things." Um, yeah. And you know, I think uh, that is something. If if you conquer conquer that, and I you know, I, I mean, I still hate being in front of the camera. I'd rather be. I think I put it out on Twitter. Uh, I'm. I I think I tweeted. Uh, I'm by no means an introvert, but I'd rather be successful. Less successful behind the camera than more successful in front of the camera um, mm-hmm. and um, but you know still for 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 th- certain things, whether it's for work purposes or for a collaboration that you did a contractual agreement, um, you have to do this video with a talking head and whatever. Um, you have mm-hmm. to get out of your comfort zone you know and and mix yeah. it up and trying to get better at this, you know because um, you cannot always run from these things and uh, all yeah. and, and these are small things if you look at the big picture uh, especially when you look at the current situation in the world but still you know everyone yeah. has their hill you just just have to define your hill that you want to you know want to conquer um for yeah. me that is talking in front of the camera with no one yeah. in the room for you it might mm-hmm. be growing a beard
1: yeah no 100 you know when i joined max i saw your beard i'm like man i i need one you need. i need one my wife wants me to grow one for like the longest time i always get it to the point where i have like a little bit of scrub uh-huh. and i'm just like
0: but the, the, the big <laughs> question is can you grow a beard have you tried
1: um you know the longest i've ever had it was like like goatees you know like doctor uh-huh. strange type vibe Ooh,
0: ooh, yeah yeah yeah
1: <laughs> doctor strange dude yeah he, he, that's, he's a
0: man's that's... man <laughs> he's a <family> man <laughs> <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah.
1: Um well, hey bro, he, he knew the ending. He knew the ending, man. The... Of course.
0: Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um yeah. but you know, for for me, um I, I during uh November I grew this thick fluffy mustache and um mm-hmm. in eight days I'm going to Rome and it's still nice pretty fluffy. Um I'm going to shave uh, shave down the sides and just go to, to Rome with with a big fluffy mustache and um I will I will provoke anyone in, inside any Italian people with my mustache <laughs> but uh, yes um <laughs> let me quickly before we get into the next uh, topics because I have a couple of them lined up um let me quickly sure. ad- address chat because Tilda Mill subscribed at tier 1 thank you Tilda Mill and thank you all for joining um I think uh Till said he would uh, he asked how much is your kidney Um <laughs> he said his your your kidney your kidney would make him more creative um and uh <laughs> Oh god, yeah. Then now they're they're throwing shade at me for talking about mustaches again. Um, <laughs> and then, oh yeah, the the West Coast, East Coast. We got uh, Till the Mill Midwest gang. Then we got John hey. and Chad, East East Coast boy, one of the boring types of people. <laughs> <It's> um, <good. laughs> then we have it's Michael good. Evans in in Michigan. We don't want to talk about Michigan. Oh. That's like the <laughs> The, the 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 lost arc of the world nothing's happening over there just <laughs> snowy weather um and there's uh god damn it um well
1: let me let me ask you max do you yeah. like tupac or biggie more oh
0: shit um you know i'm i have to be on i'm uh, new york has always been my favorite city in the u.s yep Since the first time I've watched something from New York or or about New York. Um, But in in recent years, especially from a music perspective, um, I have to trend more towards L.A. So I'm going Tupac, I'm going Snoop Dogg, I'm going Dr. Dre. Um, I don't know what Eminem did did at the Super Bowl halftime show. He's from Detroit. I mean, he's... he's, (laughs) He got strong ties with dre and and 50 cent who is from new york i think he's from the east yeah. coast i know what he's doing over there um they
1: had a little bit they had a little bit of both yeah for yeah sure. but uh, <laughs>
0: i think yeah, of course it was all about uh dre and and snoop dogg and it was a great show um but it's for me it's it's tupac you know um it's tupac definitely yeah you
1: mm-hmm yeah of course of course but, yeah know, Of course, would I, I, I have to I have to, rip, man. <laughs> I have to rep man but i you know what i love biggie too mm-hmm. it, yeah. it, it's like it's so weird it's like asking like i i think of it as like do you like playstation or xbox like mm-hmm. it's like such a it's such a divided thing yeah. like people you know make such a big thing big it deal does not out of it, have but... to
0: be um black or white you know yeah gray. it's true
1: 100 so. percent. you can i have tupac and biggie in the same playlist
0: Right, I I don't need separate playlists for no. the East and the West. <laughs> of course not. And you know, it's and and you have to be absolutely honest. Nineties hip hop hits differently. Absolutely, oh it does, hundred percent. So the way it's made, the way it's produced, it's yeah on
1: a different level. Man.
0: Yeah, yeah. That that's just pure creative goodness. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. Um. Chat if you have questions, just put them in. You know we're always happy to uh, to to go after those. Uh, oh, and Nicholas uh, types the real question is. Let me. There, there's a drum roll. I hear a drum roll. There's a drum roll. Right? Oh, yeah. Max, where's the mustache? Um, still growing. You will get a picture next week when I'm going to Italy. I will put it on on Instagram. Um, okay, now into the good stuff. Um, you know you you and this is something that will. Align very well with you because you just mentioned you're into mu- movies, into film. Um, you know, if do you, do you know the the um, YouTube channel Movie Flame, by any chance?
1: I think I've heard of it. Yeah, he, I've heard of it.
0: So, Movie Flame. He is a he. I think he was a um, f- movie producing student, and he's now doing all these analysis of trailers like really cinematic analysis um, and also analysis of scenes and how they're composed and why people are standing like this and that um, yeah and and there's so much storytelling going on not only with mm-hmm. with the script itself but also with the com- composition of shots and scenes um, and if you really look at this in in whatever movie that is uh, he he goes in death in like lord of the rings harry potter um, and you can with with this the, with the composing of scenes, you can really um, enhance the characteristic storytelling of you know of a, a certain character, if it's a main character or a psychic, or whatever it is. Um, and is 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 that something that's also appealing to you in movies? Do you look at this type of thing? Oh yeah
1: hundred percent when you were saying that i was like i'm gonna bookmark what you just like (laughs) because i watch a lot of studio binder i know if Mm -hmm. you've seen that channel studio binder they break down Mm -hmm. um like different composition shots um of each movie and it's like it's kind of like that like it breaks down every single but i love that yeah i love movies i think that's probably a lot of my creative style i take a lot from Mm -hmm. from movies of like what i see um composition even like the grade like Mm -hmm. colors Mm -hmm. like wes anderson oh my gosh he has like the most beautiful colors like have you seen any of his movies like the grand budapest hotel
0: um i heard the name wes anderson multiple times i haven't um but uh to be fair i haven't watched any new stuff so stuff that i haven't seen before in two years Mm -hmm. so um Mm -hmm. i have a Huge backlog of movies and shows that I have to get after. But yeah. um, the Great Budapest Hotel, did you just say? I will yeah, I will put that on my yeah. list definitely.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and, and it's you know what's funny is that um so I'm taking this Casey Neistat like mm-hmm. film school, right? I signed up for it like two weeks ago and mm-hmm. I, I just wanted to see his approach to, to filmmaking and yeah. how to tell stories because I think you know, even through pictures, through videos, we're all telling some sort of story. Even a mm-hmm. review is technically a story if yep. you really think about it, right? You have you're beginning, you're setting up what the product is. Mm-hmm. Then you have act two, which is the body of the, you know, the body right. of the review. Yep. And then act three is kind of like the bow, right? How do yep. you wrap everything you just said and then boom, credits, right? Yep. So when I took his course, I'm, I'm on like day five, and dude, this guy is like a genius. He is. Like th- he so the first um, video or like the first kind of course, um, his his mentality is first of all gear doesn't matter. The right. first project that we had was everything you're gonna shoot this for this first like little project is all through your smartphone. Mm-hmm. No no fancy mics, no fancy cameras, no fancy lenses, just your phone. And um, and he came up. Well, he said, find an idea. And then he was like, "How are you going to find your idea? You're going to go right outside and you're going to find ideas." Yeah. So literally, the whole course is like, he goes outside in New York, and he basically finds anything that's interesting to him and tries to come up like, "Let's see if I can make this into a film." Mm-hmm. So this guy, I'm like, I'm kidding you not, Max. I was like floored because the minute he goes out, he's like, "Oh, you see that little buzzsaw there?" Oh, they're making a lot of noise. Hey, I can make a movie about New York and how I can never make videos because the audio is too loud. <laughs> he turns, he turns like right away. It's like he sees that boom, I could turn it into a story. Yeah, he he goes to like this. Um, he's because like in New York, um, there's Chinatown, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people sell like the counterfeit handbags mm-hmm, and Rolexes, mm-hmm. right? And he saw that and he was like, I can make this into a movie, I can turn this into like a three act movie where i can like um buy a buy a bag make it into a guy it's like it's stuff like that that really um inspires the heck the heck out of me because for one he finds things that is just
0: so simple and ordinary
1: and he turns it into something incredible
0: he he um when he still did his daily vlogs Mm -hmm. every vlog was a mini movie everyone they all had the same pattern you have the the intro you have the the main act and then you have the the or the main in in dash uh problem solving and then you know you have the the the, the round up, the uh, the end um and i think in one of his mo- uh, vlogs from like 2017 or something he he mentioned basically that what you just said um every vlog should be a three part story you know you have the, the yeah. intro, the main act, and then the end. Yeah. Um, and it should always yeah. be something that's need, that needs problem solving. And I think the, the, the easiest thing that he, he had at that time, um, he, he uh, flew a drone over New York, and, and it crashed and landed onto a neighboring building where he had yeah. no access to. And um, that was the, the issue that he, basically the intro... And then the main act was how he got to the hardware store, bought all this these tools and ingredients to mm-hmm. to build this kind of I don't know what it even was Starry. like a pole yeah. um, to get to the to the drown, drone drone. Yeah. And then you know the end was he got his drone, saw that it was irreparable, you know, and moved on. So. Uh, right. But also to be completely fair, um, if you don't know who Casey Neistat is or uh, what his background is, um, his brother is a—I think he's a scriptwriter or a movie producer—and they both mm-hmm. um, directed a series. I think it was in two thousand between two thousand five and two thousand ten, somewhere in that time frame. Yeah. Um, so he he didn't come up with his. A schematic from scratch, so he has a storytelling, movie producing, or s- yes. television series producing experience. background and experience. Right? Yeah. Um, that shouldn't, you know, um, take anything away from what you just said or what he's teaching. I think that's why he's the perfect teacher to teach you and others who want to learn this this kind of stuff. Um, but you know, not everyone who's starting with vlogging. Movie production reviews, whatever. Yeah. Uh, sees mm-hmm. in every little issue that happens in. New- and not everyone is living in New York. To be fair, you know, if if yeah. I walk outside in my shitty little <laughs> 50,000 50, inhabitants town, it's like okay, mm-hmm. I see a lot of elderly people. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm not going to make them a topic. Uh, I could mm-hmm. you know make a. I could make a video why the, fou- the fountain is not working. Um, yeah. but i don't i don't think that would interest anyone what's happening in my piece of shit town over here so um i could try maybe i give it a try sometime um uh, but you know there besides that you know in la of course you will probably get a million stories each day if you yeah. walk yeah i don't know hollywood beverly hills you walk down the beaches whatever it is you you will find something to to tell a story about mm-hmm.
1: no yeah 100 yeah it's it's <laughs> yeah so far I've been, I've been enjoying the course and mm-hmm. you know the, my main concern really like when i was like thinking about like should i sign up for something like this i don't want to be a casey copycat mm-hmm. like yeah. i don't want to just copy mm-hmm. his style like i just wanted to see where i can take bits and pieces of yeah. like what he's teaching inspiration like, kind of make it and no. make it my own mm-hmm. And um, I think that's what's great about just like learning, right? Learning in general, Mm -hmm. Um, whether it's from Casey, whether it's from other people on YouTube, I think it's powerful when you just like not try to copy someone's style, but like really take bits and pieces of what you like Mm -hmm. and like trying to make it your own. I think it's really.
0: At one, at at a certain point, even if you would copy um, Casey style or peter lindgren style or, or peter mckinnon yeah. style peter, Mc- for, peter mckinnon yeah yeah for 20 videos at one at, at a certain point you will make it your own because you will say okay i would do this differently then exactly he would do or she would do or mm. whoever would uh, would have done it um but uh you know it, it's it's not bad to to copy a good thing and then make it into your own because then you have a kickstart and you have you know you have a foundation that you can work with um but in 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 general you will you will you won't find the success because in the end you would have to copy his charisma his character and everything and then which you... is impossible is impossible absolutely there's only one peter mckinnon there's
1: yeah. only one casey nice right but there's only, only one of, one of you Renz. one runs there's only okay. one max yeah right
0: well i have no. a twin just kidding <laughs> just kidding
1: <laughs> see you see see bro you almost got me there right yeah I, you yeah. got me <laughs> i i honestly thought because i my dad's actually a twin it's mm-hmm. funny because my i tell my wife all the time i'm like man we might have twins like if we ever decide to have kids because my dad's the twin it skips a generation. Like, yeah <laughs> so um she kind of freaked out it's so funny because we, we met up with michael mm-hmm. um last yeah, week in that. sd I saw that. We just had coffee. We had coffee with the creators, you know I mean. Ooh. Um And um, yeah, we just had coffee with it. We were talking about kids and I was like, man, I feel a little bit older. Because <laughs> like, like, we're talking about kids now and stuff, but when, it was awesome.
0: When that topic comes on the table, you will you will definitely feel more mature. Especially when you yeah. talk to someone as old as Michael. I think he's like 3,000 years old. Michael Soledad, I think something like that. He's he's pretty old. um but uh, yeah, I, I talking about San Diego. Have you met him in San Diego? Yeah. Yeah. Did you like San Diego? Have you been there often? Um
1: so i I only visit if it's for something with like that has to do with, you know, work or okay. Yeah. friends. So I rarely visit, but mm-hmm. the times I do, I really like it. It's clean. Uh, we we went to James Coffee. It was ah, freaking Amazing. Which one? Downtown Ooh. or did you up north? Um, it was downtown. Downtown, oh, okay. SD. Yeah, yeah. It was. Oh my god, dude. The bottle is nice. I got a little like the yeah. the soft cushion for it. Man, this is good. The honey vanilla whatever I got. It's
0: mm. such a good. And coffee.
1: I'm not much of a coffee drinker. Mm-hmm. My wife got me into drinking coffee. <laughs> She's like addicted, dude. Like Bad we have influence. an espresso. Yeah. She got me a dick. I never drank coffee. I just never liked it mm-hmm. until you know I met my wife and she's you know, oh my gosh, she like she's so particular ship, right? with her coffee. She lives on that man, yeah. <laughs> um, it's crazy. Um, yeah. but yeah, she got me into drinking coffee and yeah, yeah, we had I've I have coffee right here, it's espresso, right? Nespresso. Well I rock I rock with the Nespresso, delicious, but um yeah, we had James Coffee. I love SD. We went there we had so there's this guy on youtube sam the cooking guy oh when he's I, so my good wife, i love his stuff my, when my wife and i are bored we just watch that right it's mm-hmm. like it's something to just put on tv so we went to his like uh restaurant I restaurant yeah yeah the not not tacos Not-Not tacos yeah, we it is dude. dude, it was good, man. I, I think we ordered a little bit too much though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we we had like eight tacos or something like that. Oh, oh my gosh! But I every each taco was was crazy. Mm-hmm. He had a cheeseburger taco. He had like a like a Mediterranean taco, pulled pork. I know it's late over there, Max. Might God. might need some uh, late night <laughs> late <Yep>. night snacks. <laughs> I
0: I just to give you a a little example on how small this. Places where I live, I can't get food on a Saturday night after ten. Really? My if I'm if I'm lucky, I get food until eleven. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about McDonald's or Burger King because they are open like twenty four seven. But that's the, I do not consider that as food. It's that is listed yeah. as horrible. Yeah. So yeah, you're very particular. You you, you have a you have a certain standard. Okay. Yeah. But you know, if 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 I had a Five Guys or something like that, I would go there definitely because that that is, uh, my, that might be we we have a couple of Five Guys over here in Germany, and I've I've been to them, and it's worlds apart from McDonald's. McDonald's over here is just yeah. like pure oh, shit. Do
1: you guys have Shake Shack over there?
0: Uh, no, nope. no, no, no. Oh, but dude. I I've been to Shake Shack <laughs> in New York, um, and it's <laughs> oh god. That is something I could eat there every. I know why some of you American fellers are a little bit overweight because yeah. you have Shake Shack, you have five hey, guys. It's, it's,
1: it's, yeah, it's true, man. Sometimes on the same block, bro, mm-hmm. we'll have a five guys. We'll have an In-N-Out down the street. We'll have a Shake Shack. Even here in like downtown, we have a Shake Shack down the street. It's very oh hard. God. Tempting, man. Very tempting. Do you tempting. have
0: Chipotle in, in the neighborhood? yeah, yeah. Yeah, is right next to Shake Shack. Oh my god, <laughs> what what do you prefer? Is it is it is it is it a burger or do you do you crave for a burrito or do you do you prefer tacos? What what is your favorite? If you had to choose one of those three if for the rest of your life,
1: Oh, man, that's hard. I'll probably go for the burger for sure. I, I'm more into the salty type stuff. Mm-hmm. My wife is like into sweets, which is very dangerous. That's why she choose when you. Ap- ap- yeah after we eat you know shake shack she'll be like oh i want donuts <laughs> oh, crap. oh damn <laughs> we are gonna have to order some but yeah if i had to choose for sure that yeah it's and it's hard you know people ask me all the time shake shack mm-hmm. or in and out oh, dude it's like playstation Ooh. and xbox dude it's like it's like almost it, it's like
0: such a divided thing but mm-hmm. why not have both and and you know, In and Out, Shake Shack, Five Guy, that there's some religious people for oh, yeah. for each brand that will crucify you if you say the the wrong thing about that particular I'm brand.
1: sure there's a private like Reddit group like <laughs> that's just dedicated <laughs> to just crapping on In and Out and Shake Shack and
0: Absolutely like memes and shit and everything and they just yeah. go ham bone. God. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But yeah, we have a lot of those here. Yeah, th- those are those are probably our main three. Like mm-hmm. five guys in and out. Yeah. Um Shake dark
0: for sure. Is In-N-Out main... In-N-Out has the animal burger, right? Yep. The That's animal the... fries and the animal oh, right. burger, yeah. Oh, that is just Yeah. That is something yeah. the 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 animal sauce is something yeah. I just I would lay myself into a top of. <laughs> it's that I'll send just... you some, bro. Yeah, do it. Um, oh, we, we we have someone in chat. Till the mill says, fuck in and out. <laughs> oh, I, I knew it was going to happen. Someone's going to say it, man. Someone's going to say it. He says, all my homies hate in and out. Five guys is my nightmare. Everything's soaked in peanut oil. <laughs> he has some strong opinions on that. I know. Oh, fuck. Are you sure he's not in that Reddit group? He's probably in that he's probably the creator <laughs> he and his homies are the creators of those he's the mo- he's the moderator bro yeah ah <laughs> 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 oh, great input till that 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 is amazing love that um uh, but you know um i th- how how tall are you because i think um Michael is about five six five seven something like that maybe I think I'm about five five eight yeah yeah so he's a little bit shorter than you right mm-hmm
1: yeah
0: Damn.
1: it's cool to it's cool to meet him in person too because mm-hmm. like it's such a trip because you know back when i back before i started my tech page mm-hmm. he, his videos i watched a lot right i got some inspo for my desk set up so for me to like meet him in person i was like i, I watched struck. you on youtube <laughs> yeah a
0: little starstruck yeah yeah. Um, yeah a
1: little a little starstruck but not too much you yeah. know it's kind of like this he's chill. cool. He's like he's, he's like he's chill. like he's like a, a brother. You know mm-hmm. that's what I, th- I thought of him as. And yeah, yeah. We had we had a cool chat. She mm-hmm. was my wife was like asking him a lot of questions about
0: you know family and stuff. So it got
1: it got, it got really cool. Um, the, the, and
0: I like I like stuff like that. Oh, definitely, definitely. I you know, yeah. you no know, the the pandemic messed up a lot of my plans. I would have been in to the U.S. like multiple times over the course of the last two years, and my new um employer uh is uh, is in san diego um nice and when i had the onboarding if the pandemic didn't happen the onboarding would have taken place in san diego for like i don't know four weeks or something um and uh i've we all we each year we have a kickoff event that is usually in the u.s and that of course because of the pandemic didn't happen you know, that's why we're going to, to Rome which is totally sad sorry mm-hmm. um, no but um, <laughs> um, uh, when, when, when um, before I got into Instagram uh, I, I browsed Instagram and I was looking for I, 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 I saw this Peak Design duffel bag and um, I saw that before I knew anyone from the tech scene the first one I really knew was Michael and Matt in Vision um, but oh, of course. weeks before that, I checked YouTube for the Peak Design duffel bag, and the video that I found was the video from Michael about Adobe Max, where he took that duffel bag, and it's it's like that's great, it's such a coincidence. And uh, I think I mentioned yeah. that to him, and it was like, yeah. uh, like a like a little bit of deja vu when I heard him talk about some you know something like the Adobe uh, like. Um, get yeah, like adobe max and you know stuff like that so that's kind of funny
1: yeah yeah it's cool it's like almost surreal because you know mm-hmm. when you're when yeah. you're just constantly you know on instagram you're connecting with like a lot of great creators um like Liz, really? you know liz and i are, are great friends and mm-hmm. it, it's cool because you get to meet people that you know do the exact same thing as you and love yep. to be creative love tech you know i think that's that's something powerful about that um, it's query. especially
0: in the last two years, it's connecting so many like minded people around the world because it doesn't matter yeah. if you're now in L.A. And like me in Germany, you know, we're connecting now and I connected with uh, over Instagram, but also, you know, via Zoom with so many other fellow creators and got to got the chance to pick their brains and just, you know, get mm-hmm. to know them um, in a you know, private, private conversation. Right.
1: Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well we got um, Tilda Mill on, on the comment section roasting the, in and out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he he
0: he, he uh, and his homies he they are roasting in, in private. Only only <laughs> uh per invitation to the yeah. you have to make a uh, you have to submit a um a little letter of motivation how much you hate In-N-Out. in and out.
1: In and out yeah that's hilarious man
0: yeah um okay back to the movies because this is a very hard question but also a very decisive question on how high uh, on how i will um, perceive you as a human being um Mm -hmm. your top 10 movies of all time
1: (sighs) okay my 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 fate should i go from 10 till number one
0: no per- don't have to be in order just the top they don't have movies. to be in order okay no no
1: if I, just the top of my head like mm-hmm. films that i just when i watch it was okay first of all since batman's coming out soon dark knight that that movie oh my gosh it was yeah. from beginning to end everything was yep perfect you can see it's dark a persif- an older movie, movie.
0: You can you, you yeah. with without being like overly complicated like Interstellar or Inception, you can definitely <laughs> see it's a Christopher Nolan movie.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So Dark Knight for sure. Mm-hmm. And I love Christopher Nolan. All of his movies are, are just magnificent. And actually my preset, the blue 001, is based off of uh Interstellar. Oh wow. Yeah, because that I love that bluish kind of like tint. Mm-hmm. That's that's the kind of style that I like, and that's yeah. from that. So Dark Knight. Uh, no particular order star wars um the first one uh episode episode four mm-hmm. Ooh, okay
0: be. i i was just about to say episode one and yeah. then because uh, I episode would have... one phantom menace <laughs> oh god i would have to kick you nah, out that... of the zoom call right now <laughs> yeah. and block you on instagram that would have been horrible <laughs>
1: yeah so um so i got that mm-hmm. um man it's hard there's so many but if i had to just choose i would probably so i have dark knight i got star wars um, star wars just as a kid like the, the mm-hmm. this movie really um man let's see we got the star wars i already said star wars we mm-hmm. get we got um
0: I, I, let me name a couple of of shawshake yep. redemption um you got goodfellas Godfrey. you got godfather goodfellas, um you got interstellar godfather. you got inception um Wolf of Wall Street you have um something like um the original transformers um you yeah. have um uh, Tenet which is Tenet. Tenet is an amazing movie but you you mentioned Christopher Nolan you could probably put it in all of Christopher Nolan's movies yeah. um you could put in yeah. um not a, not every movie as a individual movie but the whole entire um harry potter movies the lord of the rings the hobbit movie perfect
1: yeah because that's what i was thinking i was like harry potter which one like that's that's what i was thinking but yeah harry Mm. potter for sure that's probably up there um tarantino man tarantino uh i have see even that one i have Mm -hmm. to really think about but lately i've been teeter-tottering django unchained and once upon a time in hollywood
0: I haven't watched Once upon a Time in Hollywood. Um, Django mm-hmm. is definitely up there. Uh, one that is absolutely undisputed is um, Fight Club. Oh,
1: yeah, that, I was gonna say that next.
0: Fight oh my gosh. Fight Club is is just that is a movie that with how the story runs its course and how you perceive it while watching, it can yeah. never be replicated. Not even like mm-hmm. as a template for a new movie. That is just set in stone. You, you you watch it, you love it, and you're not going to talk about it. Boom, that's it. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep, 100%. Yeah. Have you seen uh,
0: Shutter Island? Oh, God, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, man. That's kind of like... That is also a
0: very good movie. Um, Shutter Island... It, it, does not quite make my top ten, but it's like it top fifteen. Um, top fifteen. So, uh, but you know yeah. that I, for for me, for me, I I love old school movies. So for me, it's Godfather, the original Godfather. Or it's Goodfellas because of Goodfellas. the storytelling in Goodfellas. Um, of course, Shawshank Redemption. Um, Shawshank. Uh, a a very good movie from because if I if if you only take like or if you, if, if you only take certain the, the, the cinematography or the storytelling um, but if you take emotions into it as well you have Warrior with Tom Hardy um, oh, and Nick man. Noli
1: that, that's a great one that's, that's a great yeah. one too emotional um, man emotional
0: very emotional um, and very great story um, but it's, it's Blade, kind of, Runner. Blade, Blade Runner Blade Runner Blade Runner have you seen that one? yeah <laughs>
1: of course Mad Max what about Mad Max I mean that's your name bro yeah
0: i i haven't i haven't you um, haven't seen it i haven't no no
1: that I one's pretty to... good that one's really good um, um but yeah those are probably like mm-hmm. honorable mentions just the top of my head mm-hmm. like i i really need to sit down again and make my definitive yeah. like 10 because there's so many movies like my wife and i love movies like mm-hmm. we watch like yeah. as much as we can we try to find like movies we we just um want to. We we just watch movies <laughs> a yeah, lot. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, Tarantino for sure is up there. Um. I would even say yeah, Wolf of Wall Street. You already said mm-hmm. that would be an honorable mention. Yep. Um. But my number one, like, and this is this is my favorite film, <laughs> just enough. because. Th- this is my number one because this is what started it all for me. Like, uh-huh. why? Um. I, I love movies. Why I love this specific type of, of movie, and that's Back to the Future. That's, that's my number one.
0: I can, I, I'm, me personally, I'm not a big fan of Back to the Future, but I can, I know why that triggered something in you. And I think that, I think mm-hmm. that triggered a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, people, you know, to get into, mm-hmm. you know, whether that is tech or movies or whatever, because I think that's a very uh, cultural. Culture-wise, it's a Cultural. very um, important movie. On Because, mm-hmm. you know, you, you see the Nike Air Max, which were yeah. in the movie, and they've been, like, replicated yeah. in, like, They're 10 years ago, whenever it. that was. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah
0: and the reason why I love
1: it so much is just because it's just a feel-good movie. I yeah. love that movie. It's just, like, it reminds me of my childhood when, because um, mm-hmm. I a guitar, um, not a lot of people know that on my tech page, but I, yeah. I played in a band. I played guitar. Um, you did the Johnny B. The, solo? Of course. <laughs> of course. Yeah, I had to. Um, but that was the movie that sparked that yeah. that, that music side of me. And yeah. that, that's something that I appreciate. Mm-hmm. And I love the, the film. I mean, how it's shot. It's amazing. Yeah. I love 80s. I'm a big 80s fan. Like I love 80s music. So everything that has to do with '80s, I mean, that's, oh, that's pretty much s- back to the future. You, right?
0: you just struck a chord with me about '80s music because uh, I think we're like-minded. I think, yeah. I mean, you're from LA. You probably heard of of Guns N' Roses. You probably heard of of course. You know, Motley Crue. You heard of? I mean you know s- small bands that that small, had some small good... bands not, not
1: not big bands not or big, anything not not. Roses, they didn't
0: have any any record-breaking documentaries on netflix or something like the dirt <laughs> or whatever but uh...
1: <laughs> yeah but yeah that's that's why i like mm-hmm. those like anything that has 80s right like top gun i freaking love top gun that's yep. like be- be- before that soundtrack
0: before Tom Cruise uh, went into Scientology and he was still a good dude. Yeah. And, and, it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Top Gun is good. Yeah. Top Gun is really good. Maverick. Top Gun is sick. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, anything
1: that. 80s. Anything 80s. Mm-hmm. Um, most recently, um, it's it's weird because I love different types. I, I love different genres. So I like Thriller too, mm-hmm. but um, Get Out was, was something that I like. look back on and I'm like, man, nah, that one's really good like yeah. thriller wise mm-hmm. um have you seen have you seen that one yeah no no
0: oh no dude. i have, have to see that one i will put so jordan
1: you know Kean Peele, peel right like jordan yeah. and, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah yeah jordan peel wrote get out wrote and directed and okay. he's like a comedy writer right he's like a comedian yeah, but right. get out is a horror god yeah it's, he dives into it it's good it's that's Real you know good
0: again, the perception of some people, if whether they're comedians or scientists or whatever, you know. Um, a good example is also Lex Friedman, who is, like, incredibly intelligent, maybe one of the most intelligent people of our generation, but he's also very yep. entertaining in his podcast and he can, you know, usually you, th- you would think a very intelligent person is awkward around other people that are maybe not that smart, or have a hard time to explain a very hard thing in a, in an easy fashion, but Lex Friedman does a really good job in you know entertaining, educating, but also being very intellectual about everything.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there's a lot of movie. Do you have a guilty pleasure movie like like you have a you watch it but you're like uh, I don't know about this one. <laughs> But you just love it anyway?
0: Yeah. Um, it's... So, a quick detour. I hated mm-hmm. Adam Sandler for most of my life. Because every movie really? that he does is the exact same thing. He... Oh, is, yeah. It's him. Is, yeah. He either is rich and has a hot wife yeah. or... Yep. And, and he got, he's got everything going for himself. Or he's the absolute an an absolute motherfucking asshole. Mm -hmm. Still getting, you know, still being the good guy in the end, no matter what he does. You know, he's and and he's somehow a doctor or a dentist in like each movie. (laughs) And he's (laughs) like, dude, what? (laughs) He is, but but I found an appreciation for Adam Sandler, um, Mm -hmm. for his movies because how he treats his peers. Um, mm-hmm. All of his, the entire cast of every one of his movies are his friends from the '90s uh, New York stand-up com- comedy uh, comedy like mm-hmm. gang, and you know he he he's like LeBron James before LeBron James was LeBron James, um, mm-hmm. in terms of taking his team, his friends, his gang with him to be successful. You know to be yeah. successful with him and um mm-hmm. i mean most of not all of his movies but you know like um uh, uh what's the recent one with not the recent one but uh, the the two-part movie with kevin james and and uh, chris rock and, and guys like that grown-ups grown-ups, grown-ups. that's my yeah, guilty yeah. pleasure movie both oh uh, that's
1: a guilty uh, that's oh both.
0: Guilty. oh okay both all Both. Right. <laughs> you know chocolate wasted <laughs> uh, it's it's like you know i'm 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 sitting you know, could be could be the case after we end this call that I take my laptop to bed and I just throw uh, throw Netflix on with grown ups and just trying to go to yeah. sleep and it's just like I will yeah. laugh my ass off. But I saw this movie like fifty <laughs> times over the course of the last months. You know, it's yeah. it's an easy movie. It's still funny. Um, um, but besides it Inception, it is. Inception is not a guilty pleasure but inception is something that I can always watch and still find something oh, yeah. in a, a new detail new. um because it's such yeah. a complex movie and there's so much detail from the yeah. book inception yeah. in the yeah. movie and, and and how the perception of time within a dream is With completely dream. blowing my mind and and stuff yeah. like that so yeah. um yeah yeah you guilty so pleasure yeah movie? that's
1: the... oh man yeah Um, it's weird because my wife, I know my wife has her own guilty pleasure movies, which Mm. is just like the vacation movies. (laughs) I don't know why. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) The vacation, like National Lampoon, (laughs) that's, that's like her guilty pleasures. Um, And, and, and obviously all the Disney movies too, but Disney is not really guilty pleasure. I wouldn't say, but man, guilty pleasure movie. Ooh, this one's tough. Phantom Menace. (laughs) yeah dude it's 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 jar jar man he does it for me (laughs) all the way oh my god all the way poor guy um you know what i probably would have to go my guilty pleasure just because i love watching it over and over there's probably two since you Mm -hmm. named two pineapple express and um anchorman (laughs) anchorman is good
0: (laughs) anchorman is a good one yeah i haven't watched that anchorman years yeah Will Ferrell is so fucking funny. Do you know his yeah, his, really. his speech for the uh, at the Kennedy Center?
1: No, he's... I haven't seen it.
0: Okay, so um, he's accepting his Kennedy Honors um, uh, trophy or award, and it's like this. I think it's this bust that he receives on on this like little stand or. Table, whatever it is, and he drops it, and then he goes on a like twenty minute uh, monologue thanking you know family, friends, peers, directors, whatever. Um, but in a very fun, it's it's so funny that it's almost awkward for the audience because they they could laugh at every joke that he makes, but at some point they're like probably having tummy yeah. because of the laugh yeah
1: because it was just so funny
0: and in the end um he's addressing his wife you have to mm-hmm. check it out it's super funny um he's like a, a mix of shouting at her and apologizing to her and then thanking her yeah. it's he's he's yeah. just you go through the mo- the emotions with him it's it's amazing he's a very he's super entertaining one of my favorite entertainers
1: yeah yeah yeah, Will Ferrell. Yeah, Step Brothers, man. Oh, yeah, that's that's yeah, <laughs> Step Brothers is hilarious. Step Brothers, That's <laughs> a really great movie. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, those are guilty pleasures for mm-hmm. sure. But when it comes to like you know, cinematic, since we're on the topic, right? Mm-hmm. Like, um, cinematic movies that I catch myself watching over and over. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Interstellar oh, just because. Yeah just how it's made is just mm-hmm. unbelievable grand budapest hotel the wes anderson movie
0: i might check out oh. that after after we we end this yeah you got me really yeah. intrigued about that.
1: It. yeah it's great it's a yeah. great movie i mean just like pay attention to like his color choice mm-hmm. and like it's, it's it's beautiful beautifully made um once upon a time in hollywood there's mm-hmm. just it, it's, it's weird because my wife always makes fun of me and roasts me all the time. She's like, you just like movies that are in L.A. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, like I grew up here. So naturally, like but all the movies that I actually genuinely love mm-hmm. are set in L.A. So mm-hmm. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is probably it's it's like probably my top top five for sure. Yep. Just because of how Tarantino filmed it. Um, he closed down Hollywood Boulevard and he oh, restored wow. one. He restored the whole street to turn into like nineteen, I uh, oh believe, like 1960 or seventy. He turned but, that whole street like, and I but, love stuff like that, like nostalgic. Yeah. That's the kind of stuff that I'm into, and how it's filmed, how it's, um, his choice mm-hmm. of 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 shooting in film rather than in like digital. Mm-hmm. Um, that's yeah. that's the type of stuff. But that recently, something... hmm? yes, yeah, go ahead. Recently, Euphoria have you seen euphoria yet no that oh my gosh man it's, I'm, how I'm, it's I'm, made. I'm on your
0: shit list right now because i haven't watched so many good movies i have hey, a yeah. i have to i have to get that there. that one's a
1: show that one's a show on oh, hbo okay. max it has zendaya in there um and a couple couple people drake's the producer for that show too mm-hmm. but dude it's it's beautiful beautifully made the show is great like the writing is incredible mm-hmm. and this season so it's the second season that, that we're in right now, it's about to end actually tomorrow, I think. But it's shot on a 35 millimeter film.
2: <gasps>
1: oh, I love it And the, the, the type of film um, that they picked is like Kodak. I forgot what type of film it was, like a Kodak something. Mm-hmm. They haven't made it since like the 80s or something like that. So they just they contacted Kodak, the director, Sam Levinson. He contacted Kodak. Hey, I want to shoot this entire season mm-hmm. in 35 millimeter film and it's beautiful his like cinematographer the lighting i mean if you just search up euphoria you'll see Mm -hmm. like like, images of it you'll see what i'm talking about the colors are are amazing um set design Mm -hmm. it's a little hard to watch it's like drama but you'll 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 get what i'm talking about when you watch it it's like man
0: i i when it comes to shows i rather watch a drama um Oh, great. To be to really get hooked, you know, if 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 I'm let's just say I'm I'm cleaning up the the apartment and I need some entertainment, I either throw up throw on some music or I just I don't know. Uh, in the past, I I put on a Big Bang Theory or How I Met Your Mother just to you know, ha, yeah. ha, 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 you know, have some some easy yeah. entertainment. if I really want to be hooked, then I need some drama, and it. Oh
1: yeah, you'll you'll the, like this the, one. Man. The less
0: <laughs> there are happy endings, the better.
1: Oh, just, then you'll this is right up your alley. Then
0: Oh, perfect. I just need yeah. I, I need people to feel pain, and I need to feel pain with them. Oh man, that there's a lot of pain. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> there's a lot of
1: pain. <laughs> watch it, bro. Just if okay. if you could watch the first two episodes, and you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Okay. It's,
0: but that's, that is a, a a thing. Um, just from an outside perspective, comparing l a to new york, you know new york is 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 so fast paced and so hectic, and people just want to go about their business they're friendly you know they're they're actually real friendly new york New yorkers, but they just want to go about their business when you know when the shit sit, when shit hits the fan and but mm-hmm. you know in l a and I saw that um during the super Bowl you know when l a has a chance to to present themselves, they will go all in. All out, man. All out. All out. All out. It's And, you know, you could never close down Fifth Avenue, Times Square, or, you know, um, 44th Street right around Central Park or whatever in New York to, you know, make a gangster movie from the 1930s. Mm. But in LA, that's all possible because... I think you LA people, I think your wife describes you in the perfect way or what you just described, you just love that. You just love that new... I mean, New Yorkers love New York, especially when it comes to basketball, movies, music. New Yorkers think they they know it all, and most of them are very knowledgeable about a lot of things. Um, But they won't go all out for a movie about New York, just like LA people would go out yeah
1: yeah I'm, I'm i'm obsessed like so it's so funny because my wife calls me out all the time so we watch <laughs> transformers the very first transformers and yes. remember that scene at the end where optimus prime is fighting megatron yeah it's literally down the street like this window no. if you look outside it is there that's where stan wiki gets the cube and like god it's right outside so my wife and i we always she always makes fun of me like oh you only you only you only like this movie because it's <laughs> it's down the street from us, like. <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh, that's um, hilarious. But yeah,
1: it's so it's cool though. Like mm-hmm. when you, um, when you just appreciate your city, I yeah. think that's that's yeah. that's where I grew up. You know, I grew up mm-hmm. in LA, and of course, you know, it's not in the perf the perfect place. Like we help, we definitely have problems. Mm-hmm. My city is very dirty. Um, our homeless, you know, um, homeless people. There's a lot, mm-hmm. right? Um where I grew up because I grew up in middle like in my middle school, I g- literally grew up in the hood like oh really um in middle school, I was probably like uh, when it comes to like um predominantly Latino, mm-hmm. we had a predominantly Latino community, mm-hmm. so there was like not an like not a lot of Asian people like me. I'm Filipino, yeah. so I'm kind of like a mix of like Mexican and you know Asian. <laughs> my language it has a lot of you know um um spanish mm-hmm. right like basura is the same as how we um you know say it too yeah but yeah just growing up in the hood you know um making sure that i don't get mugged get get shot right i mean that's that's a predominant like that's yeah, yeah. that's what happens and mm-hmm. i remember in sixth grade we had a lockdown because someone was getting shot right outside my school right outside my middle school oh, wow so Like Yo. growing up in that environment, yes, it's like LA, right, in the movies, uh-huh. but um, there aren't it's not the most perfect place mm-hmm. for sure, but it definitely shapes your perspective. Um, yeah, I would yeah. guess that, yeah,
0: you know, yeah. we have very different upbringings because the most dangerous thing that I faced when I was younger, um, was not you know getting mugged or getting backstabbed or whatever, I think the, the most um, dangerous thing that I faced was getting maybe getting run over by a cow you know that got <laughs> that got on the loose um, yeah. <laughs> but you know I it it's where where I grew up grew up is as harmonious of countryside as it can get it's so boring it it it's really it's that boring that the the cities here and the city's representatives, they want to make it an old place area where only old <laughs> people live. It's that boring. We almost have mm-hmm. no places to party over here. They're all closed down. Um, everything that is built, every new building that's in, that's getting built is for elderlies. So, you oh. know, I... And the good thing is, if everything goes well, you know, I will join you on the West Coast next year, and I will oh, be yes. very close to you. Um I'm currently in scope is San Diego or maybe, maybe, maybe L.A., but that is, L.A. Mm. is more of a long shot. San Diego would be first um, Mm -hmm. and second would be um, Denver, Colorado. Third would be Austin, Texas and fourth or fifth would be Los Angeles because um, it's, I mean, I try to get an Uber, just from uh, we when we stayed there, we had to go like from from a little bit uh, outer city to downtown. Um, we wanted to go to to Staples, and we thought of getting mm-hmm. an Uber. And I think for like four miles, it was like two hundred dollars for the Uber. It was like mm-hmm. nope, I'm not gonna do that. Yeah, yeah,
1: that sounds about right. <laughs> yes. During like rush hour traffic, God damn maybe it. not two hundred dollars, but I would probably say like thirty bucks if it's really bad. Thirty to forty dollars, yeah.
0: But yeah, that, that's
1: that's yeah. the one thing too, traffic. Yeah, traffic I don't know. Maybe it was horrible.
0: a it was a, a longer distance, but I know I I remember looking at the Uber price and they they uh, calculated like two hundred bucks. I was like, fuck no, we're taking the car. <laughs> fuck you, and we're going to yeah. pay for parking. Um, oh yeah, that's the one thing here too. Yeah, parking. Yeah, I mean nothing <laughs> is is as expensive as parking in New York. I mean, having a car in New York is absolutely dumb but yep. if you have a car in new york or you go to new york with your car i think you pay like 30 bucks for 15 minutes so yeah mm-hmm.
1: yeah cool. it's, it's kind of almost the same yeah mm-hmm. yeah well yeah man if you ever stop down you know I'll def- definitely yeah, next trip hang
0: out. next trip I'm going to I'm going uh, with my mom um in uh, November um she's never been to to the US and I'm going to take her um and then um I think by by that time I know when I will be leaving Germany for the US permanently um still need to talk to my um managers at work and stuff like that um so before we close out, we have a couple of very important questions. Um, first cool. of all, Tilde Mill says he lived in Kaiserslautern, which is in southern Germany, for four years. I mm-hmm. um, wonder why we need to, to dig into that on Instagram or maybe on the podcast. I'm very interested in that story. Um, but mm-hmm. there is one of the most important questions in movie marvel or dc
1: oh man i mean i i i'm too biased i just love marvel Mm -hmm. um but i appreciate dc because i just watched peacemaker Mm -hmm. on 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 hbo max and that's Mm -hmm. a solid dc show but i would pick marvel for sure
0: yeah how about you yeah it's it's i haven't touched a dc movie um the thing is, I know DC Comics, and mm-hmm. I would say DC Comics are better.
1: Yeah, they're um, darker for sure. That's the type
0: of stuff. Way you like. right darker. Pain. There's a lot. Yeah. There's a lot of pain, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, and yeah. um, and the 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 whole DC universe in terms of, um, if you look at you know a a TV show like Gotham, which is basically oh, yeah. the 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 prequel to to Batman, is amazing it's mm-hmm. so good because it's um and this is cinematography that's color grading it's always dark it's 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 basically shot like a drama but it's not actually mm-hmm. a drama it's more like action like, like a, a mix of action and drama because you know where this is going and every episode yeah. it, it never has an happy, uh, a happy a happy ending and this is what i like about dc it's all it's mostly dark but I rather yep. have the TV show Gotham and the comics than any DC movie. But Marvel mm-hmm. sometimes Marvel is too like too um, outrageous about certain things. You know, it's it's always getting bigger and and better and and yeah. more explosions and yeah. more superheroes. And it's if mm-hmm. if 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 I only take the movies like Iron Man one and two. Um, and and those who are, ex- or where where other Marvel superheroes are not included, like the the individual movies, mm-hmm. I like them more than those who are the, featured the, with like Captain America and Iron Man and yeah. Ant Man and Spider Man and I don't know who yeah. because you, at some point you can't follow the plot anymore because yeah. it's all over the place.
1: Yeah no i mean
0: i i totally agree
1: with you i think that first iron man movie was one of the first movies i actually like because when i said that i mean how old was i i was really young like damn 2000 what was 2008, 2008, 2008 right yeah <clears throat> i mean yeah i remember watching that movie and i was like dude iron man's freaking cool man yeah i like iron man more than batman i remember i said that I was mm-hmm. like, I think I like Iron Man more than Batman. And then yeah. Dark Knight came out and I was like, oh, Yeah, god, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> I like Batman. <laughs> yeah. But Iron Man was special just because it felt real, like this dude can actually like mm-hmm. become something like this. Yeah. And just how badass uh, our R D J is, you know. Oh god damn it. He... He, he he's he's a beast. He is you know, in that
0: movie. hmm And and, and yeah. you know, probably also in his personal life, but uh yeah. you now he, he they couldn't have found anyone else who could have portrayed um Iron Man as good as he did.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so, that that was that was really a special one. But yeah,
0: I think mm-hmm. Marvel's heading
1: into a really good I think what they're planning right mm-hmm. now is really good. You know, they're kind of just, you know, Shang-Chi came out and then Doctor Strange is about to come out, which yep. is like supposed to be just crazy. Mm-hmm. Like a bunch of characters and cameos. Yeah. And Spider-Man was really good too. Yeah. So I think Marvel is Marvel just can't be, I I, in my mind, they cannot be beat right now. Like the way DC is like rolling out their stuff, Mm -hmm. it's just it's unmatched, really. Unless Batman is like really good and it's coming out really soon, Mm -hmm. unless that becomes really good, then I can see DC potentially like in the future kind of match up.
0: I think what Marvels done, you know, if uh, I think Batman had a. I, it probably has a realistic chance if it's really good it if 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 Heath Ledger was still alive and they could have you know pursued the Joker storyline maybe for another movie um that whole timeline of how things um unwrapped with Marvel and DC would have been different because Heath yep. Ledger had such a impactful showing um and of course you know with with his death that kind of went nowhere after that so
1: yeah and it's well deserved man i remember in that in the theater when i watched dark Knight, i was genuinely scared of joker like i was scared of his his performance Mm -hmm. in that beginning where he just like takes off the mask what doesn't kill you makes you Mm -hmm. strange holy crap i'm scared (laughs) like i want to see more for sure yeah but um
0: yeah 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 Mm -hmm. oh um have you have you watched Gotham the the show?
1: Um, I saw I saw bits and clips of it. Mm-hmm. Like I've seen the jo- the the actor that plays the Joker. Yeah, he's like really. Good. I saw one clip and I was like, "Oh,
0: this dude, this dude can amazing. act." He he. Yeah, yeah. That's what. That's exactly the one that I wanted to go for it um, because yeah. the, the guy who portrays Joker, he's doing a fantastic job. He's like a nutcase, and it's amazing.
1: Yeah, he he plays the part he looks mm-hmm. the part he looks freakish yeah <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. yeah did you like uh, joaquin joaquin phoenix as the joker
0: no but i you think you didn't wow i think that's very controversial because um it's not because his performance was bad um but for me uh, I sometimes get attached to a certain portrayal of a character, mm-hmm. and that is the standard for me. Yeah, and that is what Heath Ledger did with the Joker, and that's why. Yeah, if, if just Heath a Ledger crazy is a dude, jo- hmm? just he was just a crazy dude doing crazy things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and he, <laughs> but yeah. he, I mean, he, he took the spotlight from the main character away, and. This, I mean, if if you renamed the movie afterwards into Joker, everyone would have been fine, and not Dark Knight yeah. or Batman Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's and a how good... it's filmed too. Hmm? How both
1: how both yeah. Dark Knight was filmed. It's just it's so perfect. Mm-hmm. The way they like kind of I love that shot in the beginning where it's it's him. He's just holding the mask. And it's just like a close-up like dolly shot. He's it's just to kind of introduce yeah. oh, oh crap, yeah. something's happening. And how yeah. he like opens the mask. It's just every single thing about that movie is, is perfect. The, the mm-hmm. way the writing is, yeah. Even and it's deep too, because at the end, when they're in the ferry, it's like, are would you press a button to like kill yeah. it's that many people?
0: Deep. It's deep. Yeah, it's, really, it's really deep. deep. Um, and but this is something um I think you have to. You still have to look a bit for you know for this for the deepness in certain movies. Um, mm-hmm. If if you are a casual viewer that just watches a lot of movies and has no particular interest in um, in a BTS of cinematography storytelling or just likes you know just enjoys a good movie for being a good movie not for storytelling cinematography etc. Um, then this might you know pass you by but if you like you and um I include myself as well if you look for these things in a movie those things make a movie even more enjoyable then uh mm-hmm. this is something that you will definitely appreciate you know this deepness of dark knight or other movies there are a lot of movies who have that other movies. Uh, this yeah um yeah there's de- there's
1: definitely a lot um, that I it, it's funny because like I'll pay attention to those things mm-hmm. and then my wife my wife is just a casual like movie mm-hmm. goer, and I roast her because sometimes I'm like did you get that like you, look at that shot mm-hmm. like did you get it? she's like what what shot like, we have to like yeah. rewind it. Um, and, and I always roast her for all the Marvel stuff because mm-hmm. like I don't know how many times we watched the Avengers but she still asked me like what happened in that movie again <gasps> I was like they battled in New York yeah <laughs> For for, um, for me, what's also so it, yeah.
0: if if um if a movie is based on a book like the Harry Potter movies, oh, um, yeah. there's of course they cannot cramp a 800 page book into a three hour movie. It's not possible, of course. Of course. Um, uh, but but, uh, me as someone who read all the books or knows all the books, and how much critical knowledge is lost in between movie and scripting and, you know, in between the movies. So, because the books yeah. also have partly what's happening, you know, in between, in what, between. The, the movies, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, if if I watch with, with a Harry Potter movie with friends or any other movie that's based on a book and I know of the background... Why certain people are that way, and they ask, like, hmm, yeah. "I wonder why he is that way." And I'm like, "Okay, you know, pause button. Let yeah. me quickly explain." And yeah. I'm going on a thirty minute rant. Oh, so
1: you're so you're a Potterhead, Max. You're a definitely, Potterhead, huh? yeah. yeah.
0: I, it's I really appreciate the time that J.K. Rowling spent on developing a background story for like every Everything. character, even the characters yeah. that are not important to the story have a back uh, have a backstory it is mm. i'm yeah i, I watched um
1: how many, how many movies are there like eight it's eight seven I watched books eight movies seven books eight movies i watched all of them on the way to dubai like going to dubai i think i watched one through five mm-hmm. or one through four mm-hmm. and then going back i finished it and Perfect. i I rewatched it because i haven't watched it in a while mm-hmm. and it was one of those movies like even as a kid i just loved yeah but
0: um which one's your favorite out of the eight, um, so I have to go in different tiers.
1: Um, mm-hmm. oh shoot, you got a tier, yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> because they, they 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 vary in um, storytelling and importance. I think the the overall best movie storytelling, cinematography, grading is um the order of the phoenix yeah um yeah. and you know in in there's some serious shit going down um yeah the, more is finally unveiled and the, the the ending spoiler alert um if you haven't watched it but if you haven't you know mm-hmm. shame on you um that dumbledore and harry are uh, basically um what's the word mm, rehabilitated Yep. Um, yep. And, um, yeah, and then the first two um, are important because it's kind of the introduction, you know. And they're more like feel good movies, more for children. I think with yeah. the start of the third, it's more like, okay, maybe oh, oh crap, yeah. ten year ten it's... year olds shouldn't be watching this. Um, and you know the 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 last movie. Um, the eighth movie is just good because, you know, it wraps up the whole story in a very, um, not all parts are good because Harry breaks the elder one, which he doesn't do. He puts it back into the tomb. Um, but overall, Mm -hmm. you know, you see how everything unfolds and wraps up and you know, what happens when they're, you know, they have children and families and stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah, that's good. Mm -hmm. Which one do you think is my favorite yours? three
2: yeah because got it.
0: because um the the cinematography is very very well done and the the color grading yeah. and the cuts are very uh, important for the story and how it's yep. told
1: yeah <laughs> you're good man you're good <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that 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 is definitely my favorite and and just because i like time travel too mm-hmm. not a lot of people i mean i talk to friends and stuff They they, they hate time travel just because there's so many loopholes and mm-hmm. stuff you could do. But for that movie, time travel works. <laughs> like I like how they use yep. it. it. They use it so well where you kind of, and it's nice. Cause when you watch it over, you get to see like Hermione is like, she's always gone and stuff. Yeah. But you know why, yeah. right? When you yeah. rewatch it, she's always gone. Cause this, this, this chick's time traveling. There, you
0: know, you, you, you yeah. know, okay you you have this shot where where it pans over the students and you know she's not there and then like five seconds later she's snapping and she's there yeah she's talking she's there
2: huh
1: yeah yeah that's uh, what i like about the third one is mm -hmm. you'll catch little stuff like that that you wouldn't have yeah um but yeah that's that's a good one
0: and with i mean you look at it and the third one is still basically at the beginning of the whole story but with the mm-hmm. third one, it's where shit. Hit... Oh my god! I almost shit my pants. Siri just <laughs> activated herself. Oh my god! I my my heart literally skipped a beat. Oh my god! Um, but uh, the with with the third one, shit starting to hit the fan. You know, with with um, yeah, Pettigrew escaping. You know, and Siri is still all Philippe. of that stuff. Yeah. Serious Black. Oh, Gary mm-hmm. Oldman's uh, yep. man. He's a oh, great actor. Such a great he actor. He plays that well. Mm-hmm. He plays um, that so well. Have you watched Tenet? I've watched Tenet.
1: Yeah. Did yeah. You I, like it? yeah. <laughs> it's 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 so weird. I watched it actually um uh not too long ago. I mm-hmm. watched it and f- for me it wasn't it wasn't my favorite of the Nolan mm-hmm. m- the movies. I agree. I think execution-wise, I think what he was trying to go for with like the whole, um, almost like the reversal of time, Mm -hmm. it took me a while to like process it. Yeah. Like after the movie, I was like, dude, I gotta watch like a breakdown or something just Mm -hmm. to like kind of make sense of what was going on. But the way it was filmed is beautiful. Yeah. The way it was filmed, the actors are really good. I like Robert Pattinson. He was a really good. He was really good. He was yeah, really he, good. He's really good. The way he acted mm-hmm. and the special effects look really good too. When like time is reversing. Yeah, but the con- the concept, I I, it took me a while to get. Mm-hmm. It took me a while to get. It was a little long for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it was way too long. Um, but I, I feel like for the story it should have been long because yeah. there's just so much concepts yeah. you have to learn. <laughs> you know, I think it, it's like with with yeah. Inception, it was. It was, you can get inception right you're in a dream mm-hmm. you're trying to convince someone on the other side about something right that's pretty much the, the, but the it gist it's of hard
0: it. to resolve to find a resol- uh, uh, to resolve inception and to get behind yes. what's actually happening afterwards
1: Action. afterwards mm-hmm. that's that's the that's the main thing with nolan yep. movies he kind of leaves you hanging and mm-hmm. to kind of like leave your own interpretation of yep. it which inception to me was like that like Absolutely. kind of out to you did the thing drop did it keep going like, um, it wasn't and, and for some movies I it like that yeah time. yeah this theories about it have you seen The Prestige no haven't even heard of it that has um, that's shot by Christopher Nolan mm-hmm. it has Christian Bale and Hugh Jackman and they're magicians Ooh. it's it's really good yeah, yeah that I would put that so I would have Dark Knight mm-hmm. I would have Interstellar, I would have the prestige as my third. Oh
0: wow. Yeah. That's actually a good list. They're
1: magi- they're magicians. Um, so Hugh Jackman is a magician and mm-hmm. Christian Bale is a magician. And uh Christian Bale in the movie, I'm not gonna spoil it, I'm just gonna mm-hmm. give you a gist of what's yeah. the movie. He's they're both magicians, and it's set like in the in the previous time. I don't mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. what period, but Christian Bale's a really good magician. And Hugh Jackman is trying to figure out how he's doing the things he's doing with magic. And then Mm -hmm. Christopher Nolan, how he shoots it. It's very, um, it leaves you questioning every Mm -hmm. single thing that's going on. Like how the heck did Christian, like, how did Christian build, was that real? Like it leaves you wondering like if that was real (laughs) or not. And it's just as the, as the movie unfolds, the viewer the audience like you're questioning what the heck is going on is Mm -hmm. this real is this fake and by the end oh my gosh you'll be hooked you'll be like oh my god
0: i maybe have to throw on that before i watch the uh the um yeah Yeah. um but you know going quickly back to Tenet, um i think tenant would Mm. what it will make more sense when part two is out. And I think they will make a, a second part of it because the story is yep. still going. Um, yeah. Um, and I think there was not enough of the time reversing. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it was shown in the beginning when they were at this kind of, what it was, opera house. Um, yeah. When he didn't know what it was, what what was happening, where or, or he wasn't sure. Um, and then there is this big, time reversal happening at the end when everything is reversing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But I think... And that, it-
1: that was the one that lost me a little bit, that part. I was like, what's going yeah, on? Yeah,
0: it's, it's a little confusing. Um, I'm mm-hmm. Because I I haven't read about it, but I, because of watching Interstellar like probably 60 times and having watched Interception yeah. like 100 times, um, me, my... I can only speak for myself. I, f- that movie, when I watched it, it didn't happen in like 1x. I watched the time reversal in my mind like in 0.5x. And it all made 5x. sense for me. Um, mm-hmm. And I was expecting some of the things. Um, mm-hmm. um, but I think when, the, when hopefully a second part comes out, that one will make... The first one, better because that Mm -hmm. as a standalone movie will not cut it.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that that's what I felt with Tenet. It's probably probably why I it's not my favorite Mm -hmm. of the Nolan movies, just Mm -hmm. because it kind of leaves you hanging.
0: (laughs) It totally leaves you hanging. Yeah, Um,
1: totally leaves you hanging. So, um,
0: but I'm I totally agree with you with Interstellar. Um, Matthew McConaughey with a wonderful performance um he he's such a passionate actor he's one of my favorites and also my one of my favorite motivational speakers um but that Mm -hmm. that is also fucking with your mind like with a fourth dimension of time and perception dimension oh my god these
1: yeah celestial beings and Mm -hmm. stuff that threw me off for a little bit when i first watched it but i can appreciate it now like i get what he was trying to go for yeah um to kind of because it could it could be a possibility and that's that's how i thought of it mm-hmm. like this could be a possibility this could happen in real life but it was a little off putting at first
0: <laughs> definitely um, and i didn't expect that to come uh, and i it yeah. was really off putting for me too but what really um messed with me was the the gravitation and time differential on yes. gargantua because i'm still yeah. thinking I'm probably not smart enough to really grasp that, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. how is that working? You know, how is that really, really working? Um, Because we only have this one planet, and how would mm -hmm. that really affect? Because I think they they spent like a couple of hours over there, and it was like twenty years. I was like, God damn it! How how is you know? But that is something I leave to um, Neil deGrasse Tyson to to some someday explain that to me. (laughs) yeah
1: yeah he has he has a book right what the quantum physics he's Mm -hmm. an interesting he's an interesting guy and he's a funny guy universe he's a funny guy yeah funny dude Mm -hmm. um but yeah interstellar is one of those movies i had to rewatch at least two or three times (laughs) just to kind of get it you know i i that concept is great the concept is
0: amazing it's it's um and you know how how his daughter how uh, how she solved it with with the yeah with this half ring in, with his help with his help <laughs> with, his, much, with right? his help yeah and yeah I mean it's it's I I yeah I I could never ever come up with how intel- intelligent is Christopher Nolan to understand what either someone is. Is writing for him, or that he writes it himself and then puts it into motion? You know, mm-hmm. it's just yeah. I it's he's just a genius to be to be honest. Yeah. He's just a genius.
1: Yeah, he's definitely one of my favorite directors. Yeah, he's think, he's um, my
0: definitely my favorite uh, from those who yeah. still live. I think the older ones, like the mafia, the, the all the the mobster movies, you can't compare Scorsese. that. Scorsese, yeah. Hmm? yeah, yeah, like Scorsese, yeah, yeah. Scorsese right, and um you can not compare that uh, or you know i don't know who who uh, was in charge for the movie 1980 i think that it was a one take uh like one take but you know what uh, yeah you... yeah
1: that was a great one too mm-hmm. that one that one take yeah. in the be- i think it was in the beginning in the beginning shot mm-hmm. I, actually there's a couple a couple like one a couple take. yeah yeah uh, incredible that's yeah I, for- I forgot who directed that one i, I that I one's I was really remember. good
0: but that, that was yeah. actually great. I, I like these kind of concepts put into a movie. Um, mm-hmm. Nicholas says, uh, "Interstellar soundtrack is amazing uh, and prestigious oh, as yeah. well. The Interstellar might be one of the greatest soundtracks ever."
1: Yeah, a hundred percent agree. Yeah. That and uh, it just Hans Zimmer in general, like the the cornfield chase, right? Mm-hmm. Interstellar. That's I mean, that's trending right now, right? Like that's the sound that people it... use with all of the drone stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's
0: it's it's crazy, right? Um or but you know the musical concept in Interception is also it's just this French song sped up or mm-hmm. slowed down, but it's only they mm-hmm. only have this song in place in um and you know yeah. the deeper they go into a dream, yeah. the slower the song mm-hmm. gets. It's just yeah. You yeah. have to come do up Do you know with this did,
1: shit. Do you know what Disney uh, let's see if you if you if you know this one cuz it blew my mind cuz I didn't know this. Mm-hmm. Did you know what um, Disney movie Hans Zimmer did a did the score for. You want to take a guess? It blew my mind when I when I when I um, found out. Wow!
0: No, I I have no, I couldn't even guess. Lion King. He did that. He did Lion King. I didn't know that. I knew that. I knew of Elton John who did uh did um Lion King i didn't know han zimmer wow han zimmer did lion king that's
1: why it's so epic when you hear it wow like mufasa's theme and stuff yeah yeah i didn't know that either until i watched the the remake yeah and i saw he was there in the red carpet i was like why is han zimmer here so <laughs> did the, the score
0: <laughs> yeah for the og and the and the and the new one mm-hmm. yeah wow that's great yeah. now i have to rewatch watch yeah. lion king um What's, yeah. what's still one of the greatest um, soundtracks ever is also Phil Collins for Tarzan.
1: Oh, tar- that one's underrated, dude. Mm-hmm. That one's underrated. Yeah. That's my favorite. Actually, that's my favorite animated
0: It's Disney. actually one of the – Tarzan and Phil Collins, that that combo, the soundtrack and the movie um Yeah, is, epic. Just yeah. amazing. Yeah. When you mention yeah. it to people, they go like, oh, yeah, you're right. They're like, oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. What about Hercules? You like Hercules?
0: yeah i do but sometimes i don't it's like you know i'm sometimes i'm a little bit flip-flopping with with hercules Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. you yeah i would say hercules was one of my
1: favorites until um tarzan mulan for sure yeah those those are just classic yeah i think hercules
0: has has a charm to it
1: you know you you watch it you're like oh i like it I yeah, think it has a charm
0: to it. Tarzan and um, Hercules were kind of a little. I, they came out after Lion King, and after Lion King, mm-hmm. I wasn't. I I didn't even um, when it was originally released in the cinemas. I didn't even watch Lion King two because
2: mm-hmm.
0: I I wouldn't say I, I grew grew old, but I grew into different interests, and that's why Tarzan, mm-hmm. Hercules, Lion King two, and stuff like that are kind of um not as important to me as they are for someone like you who is who's is a bit younger than me. Mhm.
1: Yeah, yeah, Tarzan was cuz I grew up nine. I grew up 95. Mm-hmm. So like I was yeah. born 95. Yeah. That's around the time Tarzan and Hercules mm-hmm. came out.
0: Yeah, yeah. And for me it's like um yeah, I, I, in, in, at that time, after Lion King Two, I was too much into sports and to soccer, football, basketball, and stuff like that. That everything mm-hmm. else became kind of second nature to me.
1: Yeah. Wow. So, well, speaking of of sports, did, have you seen The Last Dance? Of
0: course, that one. Okay. Okay. Um, I have to
1: confess. We could go. We could go. We could go long about that one. Yeah,
0: I have to confess something. Um. Last Dance, when I'm working, because I work from home, Mm -hmm. um, Last Dance is like, you know, if you watch Casey's old vlogs, he always has, um, what movie has he on, on like loop? Is it Godfather or is it Scarface?
1: I think it's either one, yeah.
0: Yeah. Either one of those. And that is the last dance currently for me when I need them, when you know when I'm working and I need something in the background and I I'm not because I sometimes have to, you know, take phone calls and stuff and I don't want to pause music. Last dance, I watch it every two weeks. No joke. It's
1: freaking awesome. It's it's freaking awesome. I, I do not blame you for that.
0: It's freaking amazing. It's so good. And the only thing yeah. that bothers about uh, bothers me about it is that Scottie Pippen is such a little bitch, because oh yeah, he he's like oh that should have been a documentation about the team, not about Michael Jordan. No, it was intended to be a documentation about Michael Jordan that includes his teammates, his peers, teammates, yeah, and stuff. And now, well, he's such he's just a bitter old man. <laughs> bitter, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's better. Unfortunately. Bitter.
1: Yeah. but yeah that that documentary was shots i mean like the archive footage because mm-hmm. like i grew up in the 90s i mean michael jordan was like wasn't really someone i watched because mm-hmm. the only memory i have of watching him was when he was in the wizards which yeah you know that's mm-hmm. that's like <laughs> no one wants to watch that right yeah so oh, God, for no. me to see see like mm-hmm. high definition you know these like iconic games that's what I loved it right from the start i was like dude i was i've never seen hd clips like that of like michael jordan playing against these these old teams
0: it's you know it's it's the archive footage from the games it's the footage from you know from his time as a um as a college student at you know north carolina Mm -hmm. um all -hmm. these um his his personal assistant his best friend his family speaking um on on the gambling incident, on the death of his father, uh, on the retirement and coming back and all of this. I mean, a lot of stuff if you, um, because the NBA, um, I think they're doing this since 86. They always release a video on the championship team for the season. Um, And if for, of course, 91 to 93 and 96 to 98, they did one on the bulls. A lot of stuff that is directly connected to these years is also said in those videos, but it's mostly Mm -hmm. about how Michael Jordan approached being a basketball player and a professional.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you know what I I loved about that documentary is that yes, it is sports, Mm -hmm. but you can apply it to like what you do. Everything. You can apply it. Yep. You know the tenacity, the just mm-hmm. the the obsessiveness, right? Yep. That he had—it's oh, just amazing.
0: It's it's the crazy crazy thing is it's you know twenty five years since the last bolts game with Michael Jordan, but when he talks <laughs> about his how he you know treated his teammates and how he mo- tried to motivate them and how he wanted to win, that still gets near him gets them yeah and he was like he he i think this is one of the most important scenes in the whole documentary when he 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 says break after he yeah yeah because that he is... just
1: couldn't take it he couldn't take no. it cuz he wants to win so bad mm-hmm. for his team that he's yeah. willing to do whatever it takes yeah everything and that else the fact is not that important. no one could understand him mm-hmm. no one could understand no. his obsessiveness but, but hey guess what they're champions man
0: yeah, <laughs> six-time world champions, and um, you know? and that's that's one of the the important things that um, I think that will produce. said that, he said like something. Well, he was an asshole. He will. He, he was a jerk, and this and that and whatever. But guess what? It worked. We won. You know, yeah. and yeah, um, n- no one tells them to like him as an individual, but they all appreciate mm-hmm. what they what he did for them. And I think that's uh, that's why, you know, you, you, you can't compare him to LeBron James because they both have completely different approaches and, mm-hmm. you know, the eras are different and stuff like that. Yeah. But in general, you know, for me, yeah. there they will never be another GOAT. LeBron James oh, yeah. is, might be the better overall player might be but he's still no michael jordan
1: yeah i still put mj as as number one for me yeah same number one i'd put kobe number two just because i love la right i have to and third 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 would be i wouldn't even put lebron as my third i'm not a big lebron guy Mm -hmm. i like um because i play basketball so Mm -hmm. you know to play like lebron like i can't do that right i'm like five eight i can't I can't play like LeBron, so I like Steph Curry, Kyrie Irving. I need someone a little bit fast because mm-hmm. that's the type of ball I play with a nice right?
0: shooting <laughs> stroke, but a nice yeah, handles. yeah,
1: yeah, nice handles. Um, but yeah, MJ is definitely my number mm-hmm. one. My you know my favorite episode from that documentary was um that Father's Day one.
0: Yeah, that Father's oh, Day. Oh my God, that's so heartbreaking.
1: That was that was the one I knew right away. I was like, dude, yeah.
0: He, this guy's the real deal, yeah. This guy means what he says and mm-hmm. he delivers. Yep. Right. Um, <laughs> till the mill says, "Shaq, ever, every time he he shops, he buys something." <laughs> <laughs> Shaq,
1: yeah. I mean, lately, right? All of the videos on like TikTok and stuff, he's just buying people everything.
0: Shaq, Shaq is a real one. He's an absolute real one, and yeah. um, he he puts his yeah. money where his mouth is, and he's um. And he's super creative. I mean, he has Shaka Claws. He has Shack's Giving. He has all these stuff. And it's, uh, he's just a good dude. Um, Yeah. But for me, um, when Kobe died and when the accident happened, um, I, at that time, I looked at TMZ. And, you know, you know, probably know TMZ well. Um, Yeah. They. don't ever put out stuff that is yeah. actually factual yeah. yeah and i saw that and i hope it was a hoax but uh, yeah 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 dude you,
1: you know what's crazy about that day and you're you're probably gonna be like oh my god this is, um that day when he, he passed away um, my wife and i went to go get groceries mm-hmm. and i was trying to find a shirt just to go out and get groceries mm-hmm. and the shirt that i had was, was a lakers jersey kobe bryant
0: some things are just meant to be to happen right and this yeah. is yeah um, you would not believe
1: like the people the cashier the people like when i walked in the grocery store they were like do you hear the news and that's mm-hmm. how i found out the guy that was like handling the meat and stuff mm-hmm. putting like the ground beef and stuff he's like did you hear the news i was like what news he's like kobe just passed away and i was like i was like whatever come on <laughs> Come yeah, on. come on, dude. Yeah, kind of Kool Aid you drinking? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I checked my phone, and yeah, yeah, it was it was a tough. It was, but it was the first time. You know, that's what you know. We're talking about the city, right? The city of mm-hmm. LA. Yes, we have cultural differences, right? I yeah, mean, we have a lot of different mix of races, right? Mm-hmm. And, and and um, everyone, right? Every every background you could think of. Everyone but was the breathing. day he died, with like all of the you know passengers. Mm -hmm. the whole city came together staples center was just filled like Mm -hmm. i I couldn't even put to words that that day within hours of just finding out there were murals like people were putting murals on the streets we had um like dedications signed jerseys flowers bouquets balloons it was um definitely a day that, that that i will never forget for sure yeah but yeah everyone came together and there's some beautiful murals right now, like uh, around the city, that has uh, Kobe and and everyone. Kobe, Co-
0: Tupac, <laughs> right? We had like all the legends. Um, Nas, right. is it Nas? Yeah. N- 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 Nip Nipsey, 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 Nipsey Hustle, Nipsey Hustle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, N- yeah. I think it's it, there's one Nipsey and uh, and and Kobe in a in a lowrider or something. That's uh, yeah. It's actually they're great. in a the rider. <clears throat> yeah, but. Um, uh, you know what's? <clears throat> I mean, <clears throat> Kobe's passing, of course, tragic, extremely tragic. I I have a black mamba, a black mamba special edition, uh, all black Lakers Same. shirt. Um Yeah. And I mean, but he he had he 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 lived a good life. You know uh, what's what's even more tragic is that Gigi and her teammates, um, you know, yeah,
1: and some of the past the coaches, and, do, like, the yeah, assistant coaches. Yeah, that just... There's, there,
0: you, do you know Ed
1: Milette, the motivational speaker? Ed Milette on like uh, Instagram.
0: Can can't say for sure.
1: He was telling a, a story uh, on his podcast. Mm-hmm. His daughter, I guess, played like volleyball. I think with one of his kids or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, his like oldest daughter. Saw, yeah, ball. his old his oldest. Yeah, he saw Kobe. Uh, I believe like f- five days before mm-hmm. him passing away, mm-hmm. and in and like you know after he passed away, Ed Milet was talking about like the concept of time, how you just never know. Like what yeah. if you told Kobe, hey, you got you got five, you got four, you know you got three, mm-hmm. two, right? Um, and that's something I think about, you know, like yeah, what if you know what if that yeah. day comes, it, it makes I mean, you it rethink life, right?
0: It will come. Yeah, it will. It will. Um, Um, I think, I don't know if you you watched How I Met Your Mother, but there's this one episode where Marshall's father passes. And throughout the whole episode, they have this countdown timer in different positions and places. Mm, Um, And at first I was like, okay, I mean, you know, something is going to happen, but what's happening is like an absolute shocker. Um, Yeah. And this is, again, what you just said, you know, if if you know, you know and tell someone or you have this indication. <sighs> what would you do, right? What would you do? Yeah. Right. What would you do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, Renz. Uh, pretty dark places we just got, but um. Yeah. let's wrap this up. Tell the people. Sure, man. Tell the people where they can find you. You know, tell them where where you're on social on YouTube. You know, just mm-hmm. just let them know where you where to find you.
1: Cool. Yeah. Well, um, you can find me on Instagram at Rensidua, and right now I'm really active on TikTok, so uh, you can follow me there at Rens Period Sidiwa.
0: For some reason, they didn't have Rensidua, so <laughs> thanks. <laughs> And then, of course, on YouTube, I will have all your socials in the podcast episode description. Um, I will probably have this up by um, tomorrow, maybe on Monday. Um, Rent, thank you so much for joining. I I Mm -hmm. enjoyed this a lot, especially talking about movies and and all this cinematography stuff in movies. I had a blast. I don't have that many people I can talk to about this topic. Really enjoyed this. Thank you for joining um, and making this happen in such a short notice. Enjoy your day in sunny Los Angeles, California. Go downtown, you know, check out some Transformers movie places (laughs) and enjoy your day with your wife. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Maxwell. I appreciate you for having me on. You're very welcome. Um, And to chat, thank you all for joining in. And I will be live next week. And until then, I will cue the music.